Hi, guys. Welcome to the Unbox podcast. Uh, this is John Nieves, the editor-at-large for Unbox. Uh, our man, Cholo, is not around today, so I will be taking over for uh, the Unbox podcast. And today, we are going to be talking about crypto. Yes, crypto. The reason why I can't buy a graphics card for not double the MSRP right now for forever. I will never, ever buy a graphics card ever again. Uh, so we have two guests right now. Uh, we have Ian Estrada uh, and uh, Mr. Diamond Cruiser. Now, uh, I'd, I'd uh, have Ian uh, introduce himself for you guys. Ian? Yeah, sure. Hey, guys. Um, so I basically am the co-founder and CEO of XLD.Finance. Uh, I'm actually building a protocol that allows people who participate in crypto to spend their cryptocurrencies. Um, the biggest one of the biggest opportunities that we can actually see, uh, or at least I see in this market, is for crypto to be an agent of financial inclusion um, in Southeast Asia, Latin America, and Africa. And we're really building the kind of the payment rails for people to uh, be able to use their crypto in real life. Oh, there you go. And our second guest is our mysterious guest. Uh, he's a NFT holder. Uh, he has uh, he's very neck deep into NFT, and uh, he'll I'll have him explain, sir. Uh, yeah, hi guys. Well, I've been in the F NFT space since around February 2021, and for that span of time, we have collected about 100 NFTs, and I also started my own group. It's called the Diamond NFT Group. It's a community for NFT enthusiasts, and it's perfect for people who are new to NFTs. Uh, you could join us, and um, we could help you get onboarded on your first NFTs. So I'm just going to refer to Diamond Cruiser as DC. Um, he kind of doesn't want to reveal his his professional background because uh, it's it's a little sensitive. He he handles a lot of uh, assets uh, when it comes to NFT. So and and that actually goes like to the meat of what we're going to be talking about today how how uh important or, or how lucrative is crypto now now um like there's a initial question i want to ask both of you let's start with ian um uh how substantial is your investments in crypto like from from judging from your background and what you do sounds pretty substantial yeah, so I think I've full aped and completely degen <laughs> uh, into crypto. So I actually pulled out. So I'm married, and we do have kind of investments in in traditional uh, instruments like bonds. But since I've gotten into it, I've taken it all out from traditional those traditional instruments and really just put it all on crypto. Right. Wow. Um. I obviously I'm running a crypto startup as well. Um, and we do. I do have tokens, uh, obviously subject to a vesting period, uh, but I am. I would say I'm very, very, very invested into crypto. So I've jumped on the deep end. Apes together, strong bang. Um. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Apes together, <laughs> ang, strong. Ang level yan. Okay. Yes. How about you, uh, DC? Uh, I believe that crypto is the biggest wealth generating opportunity this decade and for this generation. If you're not into crypto, you're missing the chance to get rich. It may not appear again in your lifetime. So it is the easiest way to do it. 
uh, well, not all in on crypto. I just invested 140,000 pesos February and March. I haven't put a single cent in. And we're talking about uh, 10,000% returns on that amount that I put in. So th- I think th- that's that's one of the things that like put put people uh, off of crypto because the the returns that we've been seeing like like we 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 hear we really hear success stories for crypto now like oh because of crypto I was able to finally quit my job and I I have uh, f u money <laughs> enough money that I can just quit my job and do whatever I want to do like. Just, just get lost in a in a mountain somewhere, build a shack, <laughs> and and never worry about money again. But these success stories, because um, once you come from like most of us, di ba? Pag pag naririnig natin yung mga success stories na ganon, is is it sounds too good to be true, di ba? But parang it's it sounds like too good to be true, and and some and the traditional thinking is if it's too good to be true, it must be a scam, di ba? Yeah, I, I I think so, and and I think it it is definitely something that people should should keep in mind as as they move into this. Um, people usually say right in the crypto world, DYOR, right, and not financial advice. You should really be discerning. So I think healthy skepticism as you approach the space is absolutely critical. Um, because just just as an example, right, it's very easy for me to kind of set up a token and mint mint my NFT or mint. A mint, mint a token, and I can just write a rand, a being an unscrupulous guy, write a random uh, paper, and then get some KOLs and shillers to actually pump the price and get hype. And then, just when I've, when I've, when I've, when I launch it and it's gone 10x, 20x, I'll just dump it, right? I'll, I'll, I'll dump it and cash out. So I, I right, I think crypto um, just liberates people from a financial perspective because. It's decentralized, non-deposit taking. Like it, it shouldn't be. It's it, no single entity is controlling it. However, that also comes with a personal responsibility. If you don't have the central bank already, kind of you know working on your side as a consumer protection, you're the last line of defense. So I think that's very healthy, right? Just just doing that and having people, smarter people, who initially kind of don't believe in the space. I think that's overall good for the total crypto community. Like. Okay, so we're 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 talking about like stuff like that, like like people being the last line of defense, like. But people are gullible, right? Like, so, um, it's it's a sad fact of life. So, how do you differentiate? Like, how do you know that the crypto that you're looking at, like people launch new new coins all the time, right? Like you have Dogecoin, like the funny dog or bear meme, na Tomas, then then like. A outside force like Elon Musk is basically pumps and dumps that stuff. Na biglang babagsak yung yung money. And if you're not really a smart person, or if you're not really that savvy about the market, if you don't know um, the cycles that crypto goes, na parang you're gonna see all of your investments wiped out. So which, what would be like for you, for example, what would be uh the things that you look for if you want to invest in cryptocurrency or 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 like a new coin or something like that because we all know that bitcoin will, all, will always just go up right now if you like as of as of press time this is october 22 
uh, Bitcoin is almost at an all-time high. Uh, like it basically just gained all of the value that was wiped out a few a few weeks or months ago, right? So how do you um, look at and consider a new coin to invest? To invest in? I think I should let DC do this because I think he he's a way better investor if he's got <laughs> a ten thousand you know percent. So again, so again, DC, how do you take a like? So my question was about Bitcoin, right? But this also probably applies to NFT too, right? So the idea of the NFT, diba para parang you you assign a a value to to digital art uh, unique. Hindi mo siya pa, kaya nga siya NFT is non fungible token. Hindi mo siya repeat ever. Like it's it's this is it. Ito, ito, this is one of one or something. So how do you know what piece of art to invest in or to buy that will appreciate value? How how do you what what are the things that you you, you look for? Uh yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I bought my first cryptocurrency in February. It was uh, Ethereum, and uh, there were no NFTs. I would never even invest in crypto because uh, I'm a very, very risk-averse individual and I don't like uh, risky altcoins or shit coins, so I don't invest in that. The only reason I invested in cryptocurrencies is because of NFTs. Why? NFTs are a hedge against cryptocurrency. If you buy Ethereum and you have nothing to, uh, you have nothing to use it for, you're relying solely on the market forces. Because there are NFTs, you can buy NFTs with Ethereum and other crypto. You can hedge the value. Because if crypto goes down, your piece of art, your NFT, could appreciate. And thus, the value is hedged. We have a saying that if, F goes, uh, if, if Ethereum goes up, NFTs go down. And if Ethereum goes down, NFTs go up. You're protected both ways if you hold the two assets the importance of nfts for me but, very recent first i only hold nfts in ethereum nothing else but sir what what would be like um your your paano mo like decide kung anong classing nft bibilin mo like there's there's uh how do you go about shopping for nfts ano yung, ano yung mindset mo pag bumibili ka uh well usually it's after having done it for so long, it's now a sort of a gut feel for me. I have around 200 Discord servers. I wow. look at Twitter every day. <laughs> a lot of Discord I sort of, I sort of have, a, I have a feel for the market. I know when an NFT project is getting hyped up. It's uh, actually easy to do. It's actually easy to find out the NFT projects which are hyped up. Because maybe in a week, there's just two or three of them. And the reason they're hyped up is because it's almost impossible to get one. I mean, the hurdles you have to get through to get whitelisted. You know that's going to be a plus, plus value NFT. In fact, since I run a NFT groups, a private membership group, uh, I'm very, very confident in picking NFTs that I give you a money-back guarantee. A paid group. If I can give you your ROI in two weeks, meaning I can give you back, uh, you can get a profit on what you spent in two weeks, I'll pay you. I'm so, that so, confident in determining NFT projects based on the hype. So basically, sir, kung, ma- kung marunong kang bumili ng hype sneakers, <laughs> parang 
feeling mo mag, medyo magaling ka na rin. May, may may idea ka na how to buy like like NFTs that will appreciate kasi parang from the way you describe it it kind of sounds like the same thing ah you have to ride on the hype but uh there are almost eight projects every day so looking for the hype is hard that's why i encourage people to you don't do nfts alone you usually want to do it with a friend or advice from other people True. through our community because there's just so many nft projects just like there's yeah. so many cryptocurrency coins diba, Ian? yep yeah so, and let me let me let me add to this also right so one of my advisors actually um for example, if you guys know YGG, right? So Gabby Dizon is um, a pre-seed investor and um, an advisor into into my project. Um, he's also really into NFTs, and I have a couple of advisors and investors who are also into NFTs. They have actual teams um, looking for alpha. So alpha, basically, uh, which NFTs are gonna beat beat the market? So I, I do agree that it needs to be like multiple people. You and you have to really have a pulse on on the market and. And it's not just aesthetics, eh? and it's it's a lot of things. And if I could just put like some metrics, like one of the tips that I received is that hey, how many people are in the Discord, right? How, um, are certain influencers so cornerstone influencers? Unfortunately, I can't give you the names. I don't recall um the names. If they sh- repost this, and then it's all pretty much almost guaranteed. But I'll also kind of bring it back to down to earth. But that there there are projects that are massively hype. But it, what happens is the floor price. Usually, guess my floor price in like if you go to uh, what's the cheapest I know average cheapest amount. For example, Mechaverse. I don't know DC if you got into Met- Mechaverse, but it was super hype. Um, once um, it was a raffle thing for you to be able to get into it. Um, and when when minting started, the price from it was point zero point two to mint it ETH. It went up to 10. So that's like crazy high. And then now the floor price is around 1.67 ETH. Right? So uh, uh, I don't know. It's still a times, uh, times eight or times five. It is still a times right? eight. Correct. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. someone bought at, you know, stupid enough, was stupid enough to buy or at least throw away money. At <laughs> <laughs> 20%, I mean, 80% of what you put in, voila, you'll have to wait until the next hype cycle for this project. If mangyayari. Okay. Yeah. So, so from from judging from what what you guys have we, we've talked about and what what you guys have said, like like um, cryptocurrency and 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 NFTs sounds like really good uh, way to earn money. But for example, I'm just like a regular office guy, <laughs> office worker. Um, how do you even start? Like, how do like I want? I have like. I don't know, twenty thousand pesos spare. That that I probably don't care. Well, I I would care if it just disappeared because it's still money. But I have twenty thousand pesos. Now I'm willing to invest. Where do I start? Uh, okay, I'll I'll take this on. For me, my principle is always time in market is always better than money in market, right? So I think if you want to start, what I would do is carve out an amount of money that you're willing to lose tomorrow. Right, so whether it's for you five thousand, ten thousand, twenty, a hundred thousand, risk it, and I think because it's re- you know losing money is a very good teacher. Um, if it was, I mean, for me that was my journey. I mean, I, I mean, I, I was I got into crypto just a few months probably of of DC, 
Um, but I have experienced both ways where I, I I thought it was going down and I sold and then the next day it went, you know, three, 30%, 50% and then 100, uh, more than 2x in, in two weeks. And there were also situations where I hodled and then, you know, I pretty much lost money on position and there are some positions that I'm still waiting to, to actually make money. But at the end of the day, for you to really get a pulse of the market, whether if it's NFTs or or actual tokens and, and um, altcoins or Ethereum and Bitcoin, it's very important for you to risk something so that you care about it and just spend time, right? So the longer you spend time, the longer you're more com- the more the more you're comfortable with it, and the more you can make this as more as a sustainable kind of uh, asset that you're you're getting into. That that's my two cents. Uh. Ako, my personal advocacy is I should guide someone to their first win in NFTs. That's why I want. That's why I like NFTs. More control for me. Like it's like it's like poker. In poker, you have some mixture of control, right? Combined with randomness. But in the crypto market, it's total randomness. In the NFTs, you have control. You can control it. Uh, I make it my duty to guide every person their first win. Uh, maybe just a low two times of their first investment. I make it my mission to do that. Because uh, experience, if you don't get your first win, you get wrecked on your first NFT purchase. You're never coming back again. Yeah. Agree for the NFT side. Yeah. Never coming back. That's why I make it my mission uh to all even my family members i give them F, i buy their nft for them i send it to them hold it told it it will go five times uh so that's how confident i am in nfts maybe it won't be forever but right now there's still time to earn a lot from nfts uh i, I want people to get their first win it's, it's not enough for me to put them in nfts because if you get wrecked you're not coming back <laughs> So so is there like Ian what what would be like do you do you have an app of choice that you that you do how do you do these trades cuz cuz right now like uh, again I am coming at you from a completely I have no crypto at all uh, are, are you sure that's a good question because this is <laughs> this is going to go deep okay so no 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 like 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 give me like how you usually do it if you just if you're just a regular consumer, like ah, yeah, okay, yeah. I I have five thousand pesos to spare. Let's like let's 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 give it a go. Like, sure. what do I download? What is the process? Um, obviously the James Deacon thing um kind of destroyed their reputation, right? Especially here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I saw that. Eoro <laughs> is hey, really... what Tell me, tell me what happened. I don't know. No, so so basically he he put a lot of money in Eoro and then he was trying to cash out and then um and then uh, I think at least more than ten thousand dollars and then he was only able to receive like three thousand USD. So I guess so Eoro's out. <laughs> so yeah, Eoro for sure is out. The thing is, I mean, I've I've used it also um during the start because it's really it's it's really easy um to use and it's less intimidating. But avoid it. Um, I would say that if you're just a, a what you should use is Binance um, if, if you're starting out, right? So 
Um, it's it's actually like it's pretty intimidating, but once you get used to it, it it's actually very easy to use. They have this peer to peer thing that you can on ramp, so you can you could buy it. There's there's a bit of a kind of a it's peer to peer, a bit of a risk factor there, but it's it's trustful trustworthy naman. I've never been scammed out of my money um in terms of um putting money in or taking money out. So I think I I would use that. Um, it's just very very intimidating at the start, but. But bear with it; it's actually pretty cool. Um, but that's one part of it. The other part is actually what you call DeFi, decentralized finance, and that's built on Web three. So yun yung totoong crypto. Na parang okay, Binance kasi is a centralized exchange, and there are things like decentralized exchanges. Use a CEX if you're new, but if you're prepared to really just get more yield and really go into the super great projects that are not listed on Binance. Um, Start per, uh, thinking about going into the DEXs like SushiSwap, Uniswap, open a MetaMask wallet, etc. Pero Binance. And so, not in Toro. <laughs> so, 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 so to use Binance, I guess you need a kind of need a credit card. But we'll, we'll, basta, like, can you use oh, you just cards a bank account. stuff like you, that? You don't need a credit card. You don't need a credit card, actually. Actually, okay. credit card might even be worse. So depending on banks' internal policies, like, for example, BDO. Um, they will not if if they detect that you're that you're using a payment acceptance channel that is working with crypto. They will reject it down the line, uh, even if that exchange is legit, right? Okay. So that that's a situation. So you 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 just have a bank account. The way that you do it, it's on ramp. You look for sellers who are buying or selling the crypto or stablecoin that you want, and then you transfer to their account, and then they send you the asset. And then there's an mm. escrow system on Binance that manages okay. that. So I guess. Pwedeng debit card siguro dyan, no, I'm assuming. Because as long as it's Visa yeah. or Mastercard, all you need is an app. Like, because they'll send you the the seller will send you their bank account. Tapos iko confirm ni ano okay. ni, ni ni Binance, and then you know it will initiate the transfer. Kayo sir, sir DC. Uh, when you buy an NFT, do you use an app or is this like since since you're basically relying on on a on groupthink a lot because like you said you, you kind of have to if you really want to make sure that you're getting the most out of your buck when you're buying nft you kind of have to work with your group um how 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 for example if i if this is my first piece of nft and i want to buy it what are the steps that i have to do it to do pala sorry well, you just need what we call the metamask the metamask is an extension for google chrome so you download it you install it, and then it's it's a wallet. So you just ask me, for example, uh, DC, can you send me five Ethereum? And I'll just deposit to your bank the equivalent amount. Okay, I'll send it to you. The mask mm. wallet now has 0.5 Ethereum. You're ready to go. You can connect your wallet to Binance, and I agree with Ian. I, I also choose Binance. In fact, I had a long discussion about it. I always tell people, don't even put my money in my MetaMask or a ledger or anything. I put all my money in Binance. Because Binance has triple factor authentication if you're withdrawing. It's like wow. super, it's like the security is out of this world if you use Binance. Okay. So, uh, the one yes, thing you should yes. know on crypto is uh, plenty of scams, right? Yep. MetaMask is easy to use, but it's easy to get scammed there. Speaking of scams, how do you know, like, like, how do you avoid scams? It's, it's one of the things that really put a lot of people off of crypto. Um, 
especially uh, we've already talked about James Deacon and what happened with him. Uh, but I think that was more just just being like Bad careless. Customer service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and being and also being jerk. being careless at the beginning. Just but how do you how do you consider um or or what's your what's your tips not to get scammed when it comes to crypto and NFTs? And I've got bad news for you. Every week there's a new scam and there's a new <laughs> modus operandi for hacking. That's why I keep telling when I made my community that was the goal. I started out I, I did it alone and it was tough for me to do so. It took me a week just to learn how to do MetaMask and to buy crypto. I found out I couldn't. I had the limit in Binance. I could only buy twenty-five thousand pesos at a time at a five percent cut. Like I said, I had to. I had, I put in one hundred forty thousand, so I had to pay five times with my credit card, twenty-five k max. It's just really difficult doing it alone. If you want to be uh, get a job start? You need someone to help you. And because there are so many scams, and they change every week. This week, the scam was someone hacked the Discord. They're going to say and they're going to announce to everyone in the discord that there's a stealth project that's going to come out the next hour so go to this website and mint it it's a fake website that's just this week if you don't know what's a new scam uh yeah because it's a it's a growing technology so lots of scams and it's really important that you have a friend guide you especially if you know nothing about crypto or computers how about you Ian? Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much there. So I think that, that remember when I said like it's you're the last line of defense each person. So yeah, you really have to be careful. And I I would classify right what I see in, ter in terms of of scams. There are two types of scams. There are actual project level scams where they build the project and uh, they do can potentially do unscrupulous stuff like DC said. Right, where they will hack a Discord and then say it's a stealth project. So that's like project level. And there are others also, there, there's another one that, that just kind of rides on. So, for example, let's say a, a really good company like YGG or Axie. They'll say now, okay, Axie is releasing a new coin or, or Axie is giving a coin. And then here is how you can, you can get it. You send money here and then you can, you can uh, buy it at this price. So that's the second one. They're taking advantage of a hype of another project. Right. The, the, the third one man, are really more offensive engineers, like really hackers trying to figure out vulnerabilities between smart contracts. And, and the way that you actually do it is um, it's transparent and, and no one controls it. It's really pretty much automated. There are people who have been able to kind of brute force take over while a transaction is going, happening at the point, like just at the point zero zero one last second, they will take control of the transaction and inject alternative data Instead of like, for example, changing wallet addresses, instead of it was supposed to send to wallet A and the hacker sends it to wallet B and, and the machine thinks that, oh, it's just like normal latency na parang like change or whatever, then you lose it, right? So you you, you know three, three types of scams. The thing I would really, um, really look at always is you have to always check yung official Discord or the official um of official uh, website of a project so if it's well known that's great yung second thing that i would do i mean if it's a project level scam i will ask around diba? Parang i will look at Schiller. i mean i will look at the twitter i will look at twitter who's mentioning it i will look at how long if it's listed on binance if usually if it's listed on binance it's likely not a scam 
right? So you 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 really check if it's you know the 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 fundamentals are there, and then more advanced is you. If, for example, USDT, it's a stable coin, right? People can send you fake USDT. You have to check the contract address. So, um, yeah, that, that's more advanced, right? So if you're saying that yung coin ba na talaga tong sinasabi nilang imimint, um, this is really the legit coin. So you have to check the contract address in the in the company's documentation on the website if it's correct. So yun, ganun siya. Keep, just keep in mind those kind of three types of scams and um, ask a friend, just like DC said. If 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 you have problems, yeah, there are lots of scammers, but I think there are more helpful and kind people in crypto that you would believe. So, agree. Scammers are popular, like they get in the news. Pero siguro they were like maybe ten percent lang or less. Yeah, many people are kind and will help you. Yeah, so, it, yeah, and it's just like they're hyper hyperactive minority. Because like DC said, it's a really great way to build wealth. It's it's very new. So obviously there's incentive for the bad actors to really move fast and, and figure out how to scam people. So So it's interesting that you mentioned Axie. And one of the reasons why crypto has really been in the news lately is because um people are actually making good living off of <laughs> off of uh, Axie Infinity. Right? Yep. Parang you see you see a lot of uh, success stories out of uh, out of Axie and stuff like that. Uh, is fully investing in in play to earn games like Axie Infinity a uh, solid financial move? I know this isn't a financial, basically just finan- not financial advice, but yep, DYOR. Um, <laughs> but do you think that uh, things like this, like Axie Infinity, uh, play to earn games, will be like? something that uh people should uh, really take a look at to to earn solid income mm, okay i'll take this on because i'm really kind of very attached my, my company is really attached to the play to earn community um uh, i believe so so let, let's just look at axie as an asset right the way you should always look at play to earn games one of the ways that you think about like that that economic model is how if, if you can find analogs in the real world? So for me, I view Axie Infinity as a very unique and uh, unique bond, right? So when you buy bonds, you buy you know the promise to pay, and then you get yields, right? And it's paid. It's very like, fi- very conservative, five to ten percent. Luck if you you'll get lucky if ten percent per annum, um, and then you that those funds are actually locked in for one, two, three, four, five years. And if you want to cash out, you'll have to take a penalty and then or sell it out on the secondary market, which your bank has to do for you. So it's very painful to actually get out of a bond if you're invested in that. Axie, I view, is a very flexible bond. So you get Axie, you buy a team, right? You buy those three Axies. Um, if you, you, you earn yield from them by you know, using and playing the game, if you can't play it, you hire someone else like a scholar to play it for you. That's your revenue share. Um, and then you earn yield from that, right? You can earn yield from that every single day. Um, and the, the beautiful thing about this is that if Ayomona or Sawakana or you don't like it, then you can just cash out and then sell it out. Sell, sell your axi, Sell your axi, right? So you get your liquidity back. Right, so I do think that you should view it if you wanted it to, to to really think about it from a financial perspective. Uh, I think it makes sense. Uh, and I, full disclosure, I also have kind of a couple of Axie teams 
uh, and and scholars, you know, grinding it, you know, grind grinding it out. The way, kasi, that you want to look at at gaming, gaming, um, these gaming things is, is this gaming thing? I uh, view it like sports franchises, right? NBA, PBA, the ba yung mga ganyan, or you, like for example, wrestling, the ba there's PWR in the Philippines, there's World Wrestling Entertainment, there's all new other guys stuff. Playturns games actually reflect that kind of economy, and you have to think: Is this? Do you? Do I think that this type of game will be able to get that much traction or attract that number of 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 users? Because the way that you have to think about these games is that in the metaverse, um, people are building their own little games, and part of it is the actual game, but also the earning the the economics part of it. That's why Axie is doing really well because ang ganda ng ng paglatag ng eco- economy nila. Um, you have to make sure to to factor that, right? So that that sorry for for the long winded explanation, but I think that's kind of how I would view um, play to earn games. But for sure, it's here to stay. Um, I would say that play to earn is probably the best thing that happened this bull cycle, and this will really drive adoption. Because ang dalinya pa intindihin compared to trading, de ba? Ang, ang hirap yeah, kaya yeah. intindihin ng staking and yield farming. Na gameify mo na, na gameify mo na siya. Oh, basically. ang ang dali, de ba? Para siyang sabong. Pabili ka ng ano, tatlong manok, <laughs> ilalaban mo sa kalaban, kung magaling yung manok mo or magaling kang maglaro, o di, kikita ka, di ba? Ganun lang kasimple. <laughs> yeah, pero you don't, you don't think that, that like Steam recently banned uh, crypto games from this platform. You don't think stuff like that would, would actually affect the, yeah, like yeah, the, mass, no. the mass adoption of games? Because right, right now, we know about Axie because people are earning from it. Pero it's not, it hasn't reached like critical mass yet na uh, everybody is is basically wanting to play like it's i think it's popular sa Southeast Asia i think axi um but it's not really i'll give you a, i'll give you a counterpoint yes um uh, like ian i don't have any axis i don't plan on having one so people ask me why i say i've done the math uh, maybe if I started in November, it would have been profitable and amazing for me. But if you start now, that's 150 SLP a day times 30 times 3.4 or whatever. So that's just 13,000 pesos. Then your scholar gets a cut. To me, he gets 50-50 or 60-40, whatever. In a month, managing a scholar, it, you're lucky to be earning 6,000 pesos if SLP doesn't go further down, assuming you're not breathing. A single day in trading NFTs. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ian, but I you're think right. you can earn more than that in a single day. Correct um, if I'm wrong. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I think because the economics of play to earn is very different. It's it's a yield game. Like I said, it's like a bond. I I would say that NFTs are it's it's really different. Um, I think the ad the asset class is like selling art in real life, um, supercharged, deba. But I I think when I, I, the way to view it, kasi the way I view these types of assets and protocols coming on is really, parang what kind of return can I can I get? So, um, I mean, if I'm not very sophisticated, I would recommend Axie. I mean, my parents, when I went to they have two teams, diba? So instead well. of some of their savings, <laughs> naka naka ano lang, sila, and they're earning yield from that, and they're quite quite happy with it, diba? Kasi san pa sa banko sa Philippine Stock Exchange now. So I do think of it. I mean, if you're risk up, if you were expecting a big, you know, 2x return, like on almost on a daily basis, don't go with Axie. Right? But if you want 
want something more sustainable na parang you can sweat it out and you can wait for to, to bawa your money diba? then then do do axi pero like speaking of the of the yields and and uh, the earnings is this sustainable like if you take a look at the the crypto success stories diba? like 10 times the money or or like enough man enough money to basically retire is this sustainable? Like in in ten years time, will you still be seeing earnings like this for 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 either for crypto, for NFT, uh, for play to earn games as well? Walang forever. Walang yep. forever. <laughs> walang forever. I I I th- I believe na walang forever. I think eventually then the the play to earn space will become a bit more professional and and the yields will definitely stabilize um but the beauty kasi of the crypto that you're playing it's a fine line between and and patterns are already showing you mag the dump cuts mag all time high right? yeah. it's usually a matter of time eh? and the beauty of 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 volatility is if you're mature enough you can find the gems and you can beat the market Right, versus like sa ano ano ba yung kamusta ba yung price movement ng ng stocks one percent two percent per day is a good day, de ba? And the people who earn money are the ones who are uh, leveraged, uh, highly leveraged, or or have yeah. a big amount of money, de ba? Pa, pa, um, in their position, so. Pa, parang ganon narin na nangyari, kasi like the like yeah sure crypto at the beginning was just uh, anybody could could earn like literally a hundred times what they put in, but yeah. The way things are going now, parang from from what I can see, is that the people who are really making bank are the people who already have positions in crypto when they're just basically pump, just pumping more, more and more and more. Uh, you know, John, I, I know there's this opinion of that, but if you watch the history of crypto, you can really only say you were a success March of this year. If you held crypto since 2015, 2010, or 2011, would only be able to say that you're a bazillionaire on March when we hit the all-time highs. So, True. But, yeah, I mean, there's this perception of crypto millionaires, but they only made it this year. So it's still early. And that's why I encourage people to go to crypto while it's still early. Maybe next year, you won't be able to get these kinds of yields anymore. Nothing's forever. But the space is still early. In mean, uh, people got rich just this year, man. In the price of Ethereum and Bitcoin last year, wasn't that high. Yeah, I could still buy a graphics card at MSRP. It even crashed when there were lockdowns. So if you bought at the at the at the you know the, the absolute value of last year, you'd be a super millionaire actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> but he, I would caution you, ah, because even even me, like for example, if even if I'm 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 kind of relatively new, people who have been in the boom in the 2017, where you're hearing even local projects raising millions and millions of dollars, which translates to billions of pesos, naghirap sila nung 2018, 90 to 80 to 90 percent of the gains that they've acquired, yes. they didn't pull out. So, but if you think about it, talaga, 
that just means that binabalikan ka ng crypto, di ba? <laughs> Pumasok ka na pag bumaba ulit. Kasi ganun siya, hype cycle and it's natural market eh. So for me, I really feel like cryptocurrency, since it's not being regulated, like for example, GameStop, di ba? Even the SEC will put, put a stop kasi biglang yeah, from yeah. 150, nag 300 siya in, in one night. I was literally on my desk like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Tapos naiinis ako pag nagpo-pause yung trading. Diba? It, it's really the sentiment of the market. Talagang yung crypto is the collective sentiment of every single person who's who's participating there. Right? So, and, and that's the beauty of crypto. Okay. So, um... I have a question for you, John. Sure. Do we sound like Zilot? Do we sound like Zilots? Do you get turned off when we say no, that? Not really. It's, it's income that, generating uh, opportunity. It's yeah. just that, like, it's it's very difficult for, like, like one of the reasons why we're having this conversation is it's very difficult for, like, normal people just basically just to fathom, like, the, the, the gains of, of crypto. Because if you talk about it, like, um, like, one, 100 times, really, if at the face of it, if you don't really know anything about it, at the face of it, it really does sound like a scam. I mean, who, what other place you can put like, let's say, a thousand pesos, and then you'll come out with like ten thousand pesos after like what three months, parang ganon yung oh. value. Because actually, John, sorry, pero that's how the market priced it. Eh. Yeah, yeah, you you know, but but most most so, people because they don't they don't understand like, like correct, the, correct. the market forces around it. So so ang sagot ko is do you mean to say like the seventy five million wallets holding Bitcoin right now are all scammers because they priced Bitcoin? No, 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 no. That's my sagot, not to you, not to you, yeah, but in general, because that's how cryptocurrency behaves, diba? That that's yeah. that's the fundamental of crypto. The market price is it. So. With with all of these like the wealth and 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 the gains and stuff like that, of course the taxman comments, de ba? Dar naghahanap lang ng paraan para paano mag tax ang crypto earnings and and stuff like that by the government. Do you think they'd be able to do that? Do you think they'd be able to leverage um like uh taxes? on cryptocurrency trading for for Filipinos for for people who trade in it maybe if you trade in it uh if you just trade you probably won't be detected that's why I prefer my anonymity because uh if you're trading nfts there's usually a paper trail hmm. you want to uh, it's on the blockchain everyone can see your transaction history so that's why I prefer anonymity in crypto. So that's easy. It's actually if someone's determined to check you, they could easily check on the blockchain. So if my, 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 my potential, my potential na like um your 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 the stuff that you're earning will be taxed by the government simply because they can just take a look at the blockchain and see where it's going. Yeah, actually, I think it's actually easier to do than a bank because uh, the blockchain is public. Ironically, public. no. Ironically, mas transparent yeah. pa yung crypto sa ano. So, um, yeah, agree with 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 DC. Um, though here here, I, I my perspective is probably they're depending on who you are and and what government you are. You're probably looking at five to fifteen years, um, where they can accurately or properly regulate this. 
Um, in Philippines, probably I think closer to 10 years um, before they can effectively do this because there are a couple of things that you you have to have to do, right? Um, for example, if I use my MetaMask wallet and I have ETH, that's not legal tender, right? So if the government will say they tax me for my Ethereum, it's like saying tinataxan ko yung bigas mo, bigyan mo ako ng 10% ng bigas mo. Kasi hindi naman legal tender, di ba? Right? Hmm. So it, it's really not legal tender. So a couple of things need to happen. They need to accept it as a formal form of payment, right? That it's it's taxable, blah, blah, blah. A lot of steps to actually get to that point. Um, uh, just a counterpoint. There's already a global ruling on cryptocurrency. They treat it as assets. You're taxed on capital gains, not as legal. Yeah, I agree. Gains, that, right? that is... That is the emerging one. I was actually going to go to the second point, right? So the second point, man, is the cryptocurrency. Because and I think you're a, if you're at a, in a CEX, like for example, Binance, where they KYC you and they attach a wallet to a name and a face and an ID, you're at more at risk of being taxed. That's why, for me, I'm an advocate of Web3 and MetaMask, non-custodial and truly decentralized protocols. Because you can't prove that this wallet address is mine. Unless I verbally say that Ian Estrada is the wallet address, ko, right? And they, they, I can also can't say it. Also, I can, and, and that's the thing, though. That's also the part of that that the governments need need to fi- need to fix. And if you think about it, people regulators will want to do not just tax man. They will also do um, anti money laundering, mga and and consumer protection. If you're gonna regulate, for example. MetaMask might as well regulate all the wallets, all the protocols, because all the money comes from everywhere. And it's going to be impossible to do. Because you can't control people setting up projects on the blockchain, setting up nodes, smart contracts. Mm. So it's very That's hard. Probably impossible. Uh, probably impossible. Uh, but knowing, yeah. how, knowing how tax authorities act, I bet they'll just focus the resources on maybe one or two big people just to force people to comply. Exactly. Exactly. I was uh, thinking uh, in the near future, more and more people keep on bragging about their gains. Pretty sure commissioners going to get a light bulb on his head and say, I'll make a <laughs> cryptocurrency task force. Let's just target some Ian Estrada. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So so the biggest tip here is don't don't say shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Keep sure. your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> like you see, the parents sa startups ang yabang nila sa wealth nila pero sa crypto yung mga crypto millionaires and billionaires lowkey, diba? So there's a reason for that actually. Okay, so uh, we're almost at the forty. Well, we're almost at the one hour mark here. So uh, to end our podcast, if what would you give? What advice would you give anybody? who would actually want to start seriously investing in uh, crypto, uh, specifically coins for you, Ian, and uh, NFTs for you, uh, DC? Okay. Um, I think f- just get $100 if you can, 5,000 pesos. Go on Binance. And then try it just for, you know, try trading for a month or so. And you will see if you have the skill for it or not, right? So I think people tend to ignore that it's also an investing skill, eh? participating in crypto. So if you're not a good investor in terms of equity and in traditional securities, 
then you will likely not make money also in crypto. But like I keep saying, time to uh, time in market is more important than uh, money in market. The more you are used to it, the more you see the patterns in the market, the more you can feel the pulse, the more effective of an investor you will be. So just get, you know, 5,000 pesos and start practicing now. So you, you, you mean I shouldn't just yeet my entire life savings into Dogecoin or some other dog-based coin that I see? <laughs> yeah, if you're ready to not be, uh, if you're ready to, you're ready to either experience extreme happiness or extreme sadness, uh, go for it. But I would recommend 5,000 as you start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about you, Sir DC? Uh, it takes a lot more than that to get started in NFTs. I usually suggest around a thousand dollars. You could a thousand dollars, so you could invest in around four or five projects, spread your bets around. And um, it used to be easy to choose projects early this year, but now it's a bear market, and so many projects are still cropping up. It's hard to find the good ones. Uh, you best find a crypto friend or at least ask someone before you start investing in NFTs. Investing in NFTs, in my opinion, is less risky than trading where you don't have totally no control at all. Those NFTs you have some bit of control. Uh, find a friend. Find a friend. <laughs> I, I think that 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 advice goes for life as well, not just the NFT. You have to find a friend. <laughs> so uh we're at the end of our episode uh ian uh sir dc do you have anything to plug uh this is basically this is officially the plug zone if i had a if i had a soundboard i'd, I'd play a plug zone plug zone but you know so Ian, <laughs> you first sure um we're launching uh, everyone can just check out xld.finance if they're looking for um, financial services and if you they're looking at um, making sure that they can spend their crypto um, our token will we will also announce our website when we will have our token launch uh, so please stay tuned uh, for that so again the website is xld.finance how about you sir it's your, it's your token launch you still um, getting that pre-sale price <laughs> Actually, we're oversubbed on presale, like four or five. Uh, <laughs> so un unfortunately, we've had to kick people out even. <laughs> yeah, you could just uh, search my name on Twitter, and I have the relevant links uh, links to my group and the website or group. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're here we'll, to we'll... help you buy your first NFT and make a profit. Yeah, for people who are interested to, to join the group, we'll we'll put the uh, we'll put the links down in the description so you can easily find it. Um, we'll also put uh, Ian's uh, stuff down below so you can easily click on it so you can search and hopefully invest with him and uh, join uh, DC's group so you can uh, get uh, get your own uh, coin or NFT and hold because always remember uh, apes strong together. So, so <laughs> th thanks very much, uh, DC, Ian, for, for guesting in uh, this Unbox podcast. My name is John Yeves. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, that's basically it. Go to the website. Go to our YouTube channel, Unbox.ph. Uh, you can just search for 
Unbox PH on YouTube as well if you want to see our uh, technology reviews and news and stuff like that. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good one.